You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. In Psalm 103, we're going to be talking about his grace, uh, Him being gracious, our gracious Father. Turn your Bibles to Psalm 103. Let's read the first five verses. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like eagles. The first five verses of Psalm 103 sets the, sets the tone of, of David. David... You, if you know David, he's, he always has somebody with him to encourage him. Like, like, um, like Jonathan, who would encourage him every time. That's why we push people also to do victory groups, to be part of victory groups. And have somebody. For me, I have Chinky as, as, as my Jonathan. I'm praying also that I can be a Jonathan to Chinky, to, to, to Dennis. Jason is here. He's my Jonathan. Uh, Jun Gomez there in the back. I'm praying that I am a Jonathan to him. It's important, somebody who would push us, encourage us. My prayer is that, that, that that's, what in your, that's what in your mind when you talk about discipleship. It's just mere uh, going to an, another event. But having a Jonathan, having somebody that would encourage, push, and even sometimes reprove and, and, and correct us. But this, this the, when, he's, when he wrote the first um, Psalm 103, he was alone. Not really much was written about Psalm 103. But we can surmise that he was alone. Jonathan wasn't there. Maybe he was feeling down. Maybe, um, maybe he, needs more, he needs more encouragement. How about, how about us? Do, do you need encouragement? What's good about David is that he knew he, had a, he has a relationship with Jesus. He has a relationship, sorry. He has a relationship with God. That's why he can cry unto God. Cry out to God. If we don't have a relationship, if we don't know God, problema no, hindi tayo makakry out sa kasakanya. And if we don't have somebody along with us, or that somebody is not there available, how can we cry to God? So how do, do, do we cry out to God? This is, this, is, this is my tension for this afternoon. At times, what, keep us, what keeps us from crying to God is our wrong perception of who He is. We have a wrong perception. We don't know Him well. We know Him in our mind, but it's not clear in our mind that why it doesn't penetrate our heart who He is. We have a different view, or sometimes we have a worldly view of who God is, and then we're just stuck there. So pag ganun yung view natin, we cannot just run to Him. If we have a problem, we run to Him. Sabi natin, uy, naku, baka makondemn tayo ni God. God won't condemn you. Ay, naku, naku. Nag-fall na naman ako in, in, into sin. Ako, papano ako? Kailangan ko magtago kay God. You don't know God. You know why? Because even though you keep on running and running and running and running, guess what? He's there. He's there. He's watching you. He's just waiting for you to come back. My prayer is that as, as we finish this series, we would have a better grasp of who He is. We would know. And then we would know how to react. How do you see God? How, how do we see God? Some people see God as a, as a father. Some people see God as a, as a friend. Remember, we have a song, right? In kids' church, we go, I am a friend of God. Some see God as a judge or a king. 
a mighty ruler. Some would even, especially in the world, would see God as a tyrant or, 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 or a king or kill joy or no fun. Our view of God defines our relationship with Him. How we view Him, how we view God, would define how closely we could get to Him. How we can open up to Him. How, can, how we can relate and even sometimes share, lament. It's our view. What I love about Psalm 103, you see in verse 13, is that um, David sees God as his father, as his Abba father, his father. What I love about looking at God as a father is that we would, we would see the, the big heart of a father, the unconditional love of a father. I, I, I'm a dad. I have, if you're new to our church, I have three children. I have a 16-year-old, Jello, who's sitting in front, a 14-year-old, and, and Lara, a 6-year-old. And as the heart of a father is always to provide, to protect, and to prepare for the future. To provide for every needs, even spiritual needs, to protect our children, and, and to prepare them, prepare them for the future. God as a father. David is presenting here God as a gracious father. Verse 13, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. There's a sad reality here that, that people get stuck in that fear. Why? Because, actually it's, it's true, that oftentimes, especially nowadays in the world, okay, when I say in the world, outside, other people who doesn't know Jesus, the character of a father is tainted. It's somebody that I cannot run to. Why? Because sinasaktan niya ako. It's somebody that I can relate to. Why? Wala naman siya eh. A father is somebody who is absent, who doesn't care about me, who, who doesn't hear what I say, and all I hear from him is nag, 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 and walang love. My prayer, my prayer, Lord, I pray, Lord, for each one of us, that we would also be sensitive, Lord God, with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray, Lord, if that is our notion right now, Lord, lift up those burdens. You know, I remember how, how, how the scales in the eyes of Paul were removed. So, Father, I pray right now, Lord, for each one of us here today, that that is now how we view it, and then also we will be salt and light. You know, mga kapatid, pwede rin tayong gamitin. At sana open tayo na gamitin tayo. That as we present God now as a father, we, as we accept it, we have to present it outside as well. But we have to first and foremost feel it and know it. First and foremost, tayo at magkaroon tayo ng genuine relationship with God as a father so that we can embrace it. We can be that father. Maybe if you are single, if you are a young person in this place, and you have that ill notion of a father, of a real father, my prayer is that you would now aspire to be a good father, a providing father, a father that would protect, a father that would prepare, prepare a future. I have a disclaimer here, okay? Hindi po ako nagdudunong-dunungan. I'm not saying that I'm a perfect father. You can interview my son later on. Be ready with yellow pad. I'm sure punong-puno yon ng mga uh, things that, that, that I don't do right. Okay? You can ask my, my children and my, 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 my family. I'm not a perfect father. No one is a perfect father except God. Come to me. Let's come to me as, as a dad. Um, I remember I, I've, 
have so many stories about my kids. One of those stories is about Lara, how well she knows me. That at times when I get home, maybe she will be upstairs in the second, in the second floor. Once I get in, she, he, uh, she knows I'm already there. I don't know, maybe with, this, with my footsteps or, 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 or the way I closes the door. I mean, they, they would know. They would know. And, and she, would, she would shout, Dad, good afternoon. Or Dad, hello. Or Dad, are you there? She would know. Sometimes I would even trick her. I would tiptoe. So But she would still know. Dad, I can hear you. And then I would ask her, why do you know it's me? It's your footstep. But I was tiptoeing. Sometimes I would just wear socks, so I tiptoe. I know it's you. Maybe the heaviness of Dano. No? I, I don't know. I don't get it. Okay? It also works with Jello and Monty. Okay? Uh, whenever I, w- I would go at night, they have a curfew. Parang. <laughs> So I would go to their room and check on them. But they would hear me, okay? No matter how I tiptoe, yung click palang ng door, they would know. They would put away, kunyari, put away their gadget. I would touch their gadget. Guys, I know it's hot, okay? It's not even charging. But they would know. Lara would even recognize the tone of my voice if I'm angry. There's sternness. And even she would recognize it so well that um, she loves sleeping uh, in between me and, 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 and her mom. So I would play along and I would sound stern. Kunyari, galit ako. Lara, why are you sleeping here? She would just smile, hug the, hug the mom and said, Dad, just sleep. It's okay. She would know that I was just playing. She, re- she would recognize the intonation of my voice. Do we know God as our Father? Do we even recognize His voice? As we seek to know God is actually asking for His presence in our life. Do we actually open up our lives and say, Lord, you're welcome. Lord, speak to me. Lord, I don't know if you approve of this area, but Lord, speak to me for His presence. First two, let's, let's go on. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Do you know when you look at God and when you know God is your Father, you have benefits? Okay, children, if your parents are here, look at your ch- dad, uh, parents and say, I have benefits. Especially us as children of God. Okay, we're called the COO. Alam nyo kung COO? Child of the owner. So now we have benefits. Benefits are given to us. We're entitled to benefits. But these benefits are not earned. Everybody say not earned. You know why it's not earned? Because we are in no, no capacity to earn anything. We are no capacity to, to even ask for anything. Nothing. Because we're sinners. Nothing. Because God can't even listen to us because of our sins. But by, by, by the cross of Jesus Christ, now we acquire our sonships. When, when Pastor um, Christian said a while ago that we are now sons and daughters, it's because of what Jesus did. Again, it's from God. Because He loves us so, gave His Son to die for us. Remember, uh, when, when we got our U.S. visa, it's one of, the, one of my um, testing time, stretching time last year because we have to prepare for so many requirements. I don't know if you've, if you've done U.S. visa. and dami pong requirements, okay? It's, it's like this thick. And then when you get there, they won't even look at them. <laughs> it's talagang by the grace of God, okay? But, but yeah, we, were, uh, we were approved. 
There are so many things that you need to do, requirements. You have to show proof of your income. You have to show proof that you are returning. You have to, and dami po talaga, daming requirements, daming records. But to earn our way to heaven, there's only one way, and that's through Jesus. No requirement. Only to just love Him, obey Him. Accept Him, love Him, obey Him. The benefits, if you talk about benefits, the most sought, sought after employment now is in Google. Do you know that? You know why? It's because of their benefits. And dami po nilang benefits na binibigay. Among their benefits, if you're an employee in Google, okay, is that you have a free gourmet food and snacks that is endless, never-ending. Pwede ka pa mag-take out. Okay, free food. Carol, Ma'am Carol, sa office natin sa EN. Pwede ba yung ganun? Free food. Or free, ano. Ito, next. You get free massage credits. Every time you finish a project, you have massage credits. You have, you can actually bring your pets to work in Google. Okay, to help you down, to be motivated, you can bring your pets. So, pwede nyo dala asawa nyo. Pag nanganak yung asawa nyo, the, the, the dad has 6 weeks paternal leave. The mom has 18 weeks paternal leave. Okay, that we should not implement. Maraming nabubunti sa staff namin. There are fitness classes. This one I don't need. Fitness classes, gym instructor who are free. Do, do you want these benefits? But all those benefits that I, that I told you are conditional. What does it mean? When you're not with Google anymore, Wala ka ng benefits. It's, if you don't perform well, you can get fired. The benefits that is written, that is assured in the book of God, in, in the Bible, is free, it's endless, and it's not conditional. It's not conditional. It's for all of us. He made the way. In John, John 11 said, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, Though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe in this? It's because of Jesus. Why do we want a relationship with God? My prayer is not for benefits. Not just for mere benefits. I know, I remember the first verse said, Do not forget the benefits. But my prayer is that your relationship extends that benefit. But rather enjoy His very presence. We are not actually entitled to any of those benefits, but yet it was given to us freely. Why? Because we have a faithful God. That's my first point. That God, our gracious Father, is what? Is faithful. He's faithful. Not because we want it, not because we need it, not because we earned it, but because He is a faithful God. God, our Father, knew us so well that He meets us always in our time of need. God knows that we can earn our way to heaven. That's why He sent His one and only Son for you and I. We have a need and only God can help us. Verse 3, Who forgives us all your iniquity? Here, inuulitin dito, pinapaala na sa atin. Benefits? You're asking about benefits? Are you, do you feel like entitled? Here are the benefits that they've given you. Who forgives all your iniquity? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy? This is what the cross assures us. This is what the cross gives us. This, these benefits. And no other person who, that, that, that can actually talk about it but that David. David knew all along about honor and prestige of being anointed and appointed king. The crown of glory 
that, that he was that he knew he was a king anointed a pre prince pa lang siya he was already told that he will be king yet the crown of steadfast love and mercy reminded him my prayer it would also remind us that i am love i am forgiven and given a new beginning i am love i am forgiven and because of eternal life i start a new beginning Sometimes we are chasing after wrong benefits. Sometimes the benefits that we chase are the conditional one, the temporary one, rather than the eternal one. Sometimes we look for the, what? The bonuses and the rewards, rather than the one who gives those rewards. And at times, we also have entitlement issues. Alam niyo entitlement issue? Sabi, okay, Lord, ngayon, nagbi-victory group na ako. Lord, one year straight, nag-attend ako ng service. Lord, I'm gonna sign up in the in the ministry as a as a worship as a worship team, satek. I'm I'm doing it. So Lord, where are my benefits? Lord, you said in your word that you're gracious. So now, so where is it? Where, where is it? When when Lara was growing up, one of the things that we actually uh, tried to correct. Okay, I'm saying it tried. Okay, we're still trying to correct it now. She's very persistent. She's very at times, bordering adamant when she asked for stuff. And we would often ask her, Lara, why do you need this? Why do you need that? Her answer is, I want. Why? Because I want. Why? Because I like. Can you explain further? Because I want. Yun yung explanation niya. Tataasan niya yung boses niya. Okay, she gets it from her mom. But look unto Jesus. Why did Jesus come here on earth to die for us on the cross? Why did, why, why did He took on all those sufferings for you and I. You know why? Because He likes. Because He wants. And not only that He likes and He wants, here's an answer from Him. I like, I want, and guess what? Because you can't. We can't. Because we can't. Those are our benefits. Sometimes we, we lose focus, we're so short-minded, we, we look at what's close and you know, far, uh, nearsighted tayo, we always forget. Do not forget those benefits. Who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like eagles? Only Jesus. Refreshes us, satisfies us. You know, satisfaction is born from a grateful heart. Everybody say grateful heart. Satisfaction emanates. Satisfaction starts from a grateful heart. You need to have a grateful heart to be fully satisfied. Or you would want more. Or you would seek more. Or you would demand more. Or you would blame God for the less that you have. Grateful heart. Not from a greedy heart. Not from a devious heart. Not from a parang katalang foolish heart. Or from a wicked heart. But from a grateful heart. God, our gracious Father, is faithful. He's not only faithful, He's also compassionate. As a father, God is not detached. Okay, hindi siya yung detached somewhere, just lording over us. No, he's not. He's involved. The question is, are you letting him be involved? If you want a relationship with him, he wants to make sure that there's involvement, that you want him there. There has to be involvement. He's not, he's not somebody who's detached or neglecting father. He's not. He is, he is actually hands-on. 
He cares for us. That's why He disciplines us. I always tell my children this. I care for you. That's why I, I ask you question. Where are you going to go? How are you going to get home? Why so late? Have you done your assignment? Have you done your, um, uh, uh, your um, devotional? He's involved. You know why? God's ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is for us to be well. For us to be restored. For us to repent. His ultimate goal is make sure that he, you guys, everyone is close to Him. That's His involvement. It's not to condemn us. It's not to pour, put fear on us. It's not to, alam mo, to, to shorten the cords, to manipulate us. He doesn't want puppets as followers. He gave us freedom for that. But then, His ultimate goal is for us to be closer to Him. To be restored, to repent. He wants what is good for us. And He's not, never a legalistic dad. In Proverbs 3, this, this is now the attitude of a grateful heart. My son, do not despise the Lord. Discipline or be wary of His reproof. For the Lord reproves him who He loves. As a father, the son in whom he delights. It is for our welfare. It's because I love you, the Lord says. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known His ways to Moses, His acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Sometimes we blame God for the misfortunes of our life. Why? Because we're stiff-necked people. We always forget okay, because of our rebellious heart. There are times that really, um, I'm, I'm, I'm short-tempered. Alam mo yung mainit ulo ko. Mabilis, uminit po ang ulo ko. I would admit that. If I'm hungry, umiinit kagad ang ulo ko. Nakakatawa nga, minsan pag busog ako, umiinit pa rin ang ulo ko. So I don't know. But we're so quick to blame God for all the things, all, all mere fortunes. But we often neglect that He is actually so patient with us. Stop. Why are you in that circumstance? What went wrong? Did you actually seek God when you, when you, when you asked for direction? Did you actually pray? Maybe you didn't fast about it. It's okay. It's okay. You pray and fast. But you actually, did you actually seek godly counsel for that? Why are, in, why are we in this situation right now? Can you imagine if He's not patient? I remember the Israelites. Because of their rebellious heart. They forgot how God split the whole ocean for them to walk on dry ground. They rebelled, they rebelled, and kept on rebelling. But God was very compassionate for them, for their welfare. In the midst of rebellion and questioning, they are still loved. And how many times were they forgiven? They were forgiven second, third, fourth, fifth, and seventy times, seven times. That's how long His patience is with us. God's compassionate nature is that He will not always hide nor will He keep His anger forever. Hide here means that He will not condone you. He will not condone our sins. He will pinpoint it. He will remind us. And then He will look, show us that it is, our, it is for our welfare. This is how we discipline our children. We watch them, we correct them, we teach them. But His anger is real. Totoo pong nagagalit ang si God. 
His anger is real, but it is driven out of compassion. He gets angry because He wants the best for us. Not to chide us, not to condemn us, not to discourage us, but to help us for our welfare. God will relent and if people will repent. God will relent and if people will repent. Relent means yield. Relent means let go. If you would repent, if you turn from your ways, He will yield. He will give what is best for us. In Psalm 103, it says, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. You can never say that God is unfair. He is always fair for us. But it is hard to appreciate God's grace unless we understand God's mercy. Okay? We have to understand first ang nanggagaling si God. We have to understand, we cannot fully embrace grace without talking about mercy. Mercy is not receiving what we deserve. We deserve death. Everybody say death. We deserve, we deserve death, but we get mercy. Now grace sets in. Grace is receiving what we don't deserve. It is already a blessing and a favor. Bonus na puto. Itong grace. Grace that was given to us is restoration, forgiveness, and eternal life. Because of Jesus. The story that I always love to tell about mercy and grace is about the prodigal son. Not only that he didn't deserve to be treated well. Remember, the son, when he went back, he was ready. He was ready for what, what his dad would do to him. Put him in the, in the uh, servant's quarter or just feed him with, with, with leftover. Okay na po sa kanya yon. He knew that that's, okay, that's what I deserve. I will accept that mercy. No. Far off, the dad went, gave a robe, returned the signet ring as a sign that you... You were once lost. Now I have found you. Now I'm giving back the, your sonship. Now you are an heir. You don't have to stay in the servant's quarter. Go back to your bed. And guess what? I'm even, we are even celebrating with a fattened calf. That is grace extended for you and I. For as high as the heavens are above, the earth so great is His love for those who fear Him. Grace is the love to the highest level and magnitude. Grace is love. Higher than the heaven, farther than Pluto. In that grace, Jesus, in that grace, become a person in Jesus Christ. Jesus is God's grace personified. That's how gracious our God is. That's how He's faithful. And that's how He's compassionate, giving us His one and only Son. Psalm 103 verse 12, As far as the east is from the west, so far does He remove our transgressions from us. From east to west. Never magkikita. All encompassing. He's saying here, whatever you did before, you're doing now. And guess what? What you're going to do in the future, I have forgiven you. Jesus is enough. That cross paid for your price. And now the empty tomb the empty tomb now assures you, assures us of eternal life. All encompassing. That's how He is compassionate to us. Remember the story, um, 
I don't know if you've heard before my testimony about my dad when I asked for forgiveness for all the wrong things that I did, in it, I did for him. I, I did so many things when uh, I didn't know the Lord yet. I've hurt them so much. I've squandered. Yung prodigal son, para, para po ang ako yun. Uh, siguro to the 10th level pa. I did all of those and so many heartaches. And when it, when it was time to go to my dad and ask for forgiveness, I was ready with, with a spill to ask for forgiveness. But then I just merely cried because when I got there, when I sat down, when I opened my mouth, he immediately apologized and said, you know what, Larry, sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry I didn't teach you. I'm very sorry that um, pinabayaan kitang lumaking ganyan. I'm very sorry that I thought by giving you all the resources that I have, you would turn out better than I was before. And, and that just really broke me down. Seeing a, father's, a, a father apologizing for the things that he didn't actually do, but what I did for him. That's a father's love. That's how father, fathers are compassionate. Our gracious God, our gracious Father is also everlasting. Every, everybody say everlasting. When you talk about everlasting, what, 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 what do you remember? For me, it's this uh, bunch of flowers. I just came from Baguio, okay? So when I saw those, oh, everlasting, and my children were like, what's everlasting? That, that is everlasting. It, it, it doesn't wither. You don't have to water it. It will always remain, it will always stink forever. I don't like the smell, I'm sorry, okay? So it would stay, the smell would just stay forever. Everlasting. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. On those who fear Him and His righteousness to children's children. Steadfast meaning firm and purpose. Steadfast means it's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It will remain. No condition. Unwavering. Thinking about it now, thinking about what, did, what God did now, He didn't have to restore my marriage. He, he, didn't, he didn't have to. I would understand now that He's just. So because of the foolishness that me and my wife, we, 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 we did before, Pwede naman hindi niya na-restore marriage namin. Not only that, because we've squandered so much of his, of his resources. Thinking about me now. He doesn't have to give it back now. But, but He did so. Because His promise for you and I is everlasting. And you know what? It transcends our children to our children's children. I love how, how Chinky would always say, the decisions that you actually make now it would transcend your generation and generations to come. Even in our walk with Jesus Christ. Even in our relationship with God. Growing up, my kids love this book. Guess how much I love you. I don't know if you've, you've read this book. It's about a, a, a mommy bunny and a, and a kid bunny. And the story would just go back and forth. They're like, parang competition eh. I love you, I love you back, I love you, I love you back. And then one time, the, 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 the small rabbit would say, you know what, I love you, I love you right to the moon. And the mom stopped. Okay, moon. Okay, that's far enough. But when the, the baby bunny was sleeping, the mom quipped and said, I love you from the moon and back. God loves us from east to west, west to east, north to south. God's love transcends the universe. He created the universe. That's how much God loves us. But how do we respond to a gracious God? How, how, do, we, how do we respond? 
my prayer is that we will actually go out of our comfort zone. Because the first response is fear. Fear here doesn't mean the absence of faith. Fear means, fear, well, what fear means here is, it is out of humility. Now there's fear. There's, there's trembling. There's holy trembling. Remember in Isaiah, when they were in the presence of God? He said, woe is to me. That kind of fear. Now I want to respond to my gracious God because of this fear. Now, obedience. Out of a grateful heart now, we can obey. We can freely obey. Why? He freely gives. Because He's compassionate. Because He don't, doesn't count our wrong. Because His mercy is new every morning. We just simply obey and enjoy His presence. Obey His word. Obey His love. And then lastly, how we do respond is to bless the Lord. Bless Him continually with our lives. This Psalm 103 started with this verse, blessing Him. And it ends also with blessing Him. That means bless Him always. So Lord, I pray, Lord, I pray, Lord, for each one of us, Lord God. Lord, as we, as we seek You, Lord, that we will continually bless Your name. Bless You. Bless You with our lives. Bless You with the relationships that we have. Bless You in our work. Bless You in our different relationships at home. Bless You in our work. Bless You. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.